Mackey, what do you have in the weird news today? All right. An Orange County jail is making some changes to its protocols now after a visitor was locked in the lobby overnight. Probably a fear that everybody's had at some point, right? You you go into a building you're not familiar with and you think, what is that door locked behind me? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a strange feeling if you don't know where you are. The woman went into the Theo Lacey jail to visit an inmate just before visiting hours were over this weekend. Oh. Officials say the inmate was unavailable at the time, and the woman ended up falling asleep in the lobby and getting locked in overnight. (laughs) She fell asleep there. Yeah. A spokeswoman at the Orange County Sheriff's Office say visitors will now have access to an emergency phone in the public visiting area. Good idea. Yeah. No doubt. Most people have phones, of course, but um, and a supervisor will do a check of the lobby overnight. Mm-hmm. Did anybody check the lobby? I think there's some woman <laughs> sleeping out there. <laughs> They're probably like, I've been on this job for 30 years. Nobody else has ever fallen asleep in the lobby before. Everybody wants out of here right. as soon as they can get out of here. Or some guy saying, yeah, I checked the lobby. And then the answer is, did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Sure you did. Did you see the gal sleeping on the couch? Yes, I must have missed her. <laughs> uh, Kelia Pond. It's a pond in Hawaii, and it has turned a striking pink color. And they say it's possibly due to drought. Kind of a weird thing. I just happened to drive by, and I was like, it's like Pepto-Bismol pink, said Maui resident Travis Morin. Wow, really pink. Drone uh, footage of the unusual site has gone viral on social media. Officials say that the the change could be due to bacteria in the pond's high salt content. The lack of rain means there's a higher salt content than normal. Makes okay. sense, Makes right? Makes sense, yeah. So samples have been sent for further testing, but as far as they know, nobody dumped Pepto-Bismol into the, into the pond. <laughs> so... We'll find out sooner or later what happened there, but it probably is the salt content. Been a little heartburn in Hawaii with all the fires. Yeah. Could be a lot of Pepto-Bismol flowing. One person was injured Saturday when a plane making an emergency landing collided with a car that was uh, driving by the Arrow County Airport in McKinley, Texas. Happened around 1230 in the afternoon. Single-engine plane went off the end of the runway, through the fence, onto the eastbound lanes Yikes. of the Virginia Parkway. Oh, man. And collided with a vehicle. McKinney Fire Department paramedics evaluated two people who were in the plane and one who was in the car. One person was taken to the hospital with minor injuries. The whole pull up, pull up. Yeah. <laughs> or you're the passenger going, aren't we supposed to be slowing down? Yeah, really. When you crash through the fence and roll out onto the freeway? <laughs> wow. Two men have uh, been charged with digging up a woman from a St. Louis, Washington Park Cemetery in August. Now, this is the strangest, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Zebulon Nash of Houston reportedly told police that he was digging up his grandmother's remains... With help from Jimmy Allen of St. Louis. <laughs> These guys are just out digging up grandma. I like it so far. His aim was to relocate the body. Okay. Get this. The cemetery has a reputation of neglecting the grounds. One cemetery official said that the man who owns the plot 
can do whatever he wants to with it. But Missouri law requires a state order to exhume the body. Yeah, I'm sure. Both men have been charged with attempting to destroy or deface cemetery property, so they're in trouble. I'm guessing the court might have to adjust some language on they can do whatever they want with it. Uh, <laughs> the motive seems suspicious, too. Yeah, I'm digging up Grandma's body because uh, they don't take care of her around here. We're going to move it, yeah. Taking or, her taking her uh, coffin over to my place. Or was it, you know, I think, didn't Grandma have that necklace on when she died? Remember that diamond necklace was around her neck? Is that in the <laughs> coffin? <laughs> That's more like it, probably. I think probably it is. All right, Mac, what's happening in the weird news today? All right, a Delaware man is facing charges for vehicular assault after police say 40-year-old Moises Espinosa Salvador uh, Saldivar confronted his ex-wife when he saw her talking to some, to some construction workers, <laughs> who he then attempted to run over with his van. Oh, my goodness. Wow, this guy's jealous to the max. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, two of the construction workers jumped out of the way, but a third was pinned between the van and a deck. Had to be airlifted to the hospital for wow. serious injuries. Man, troopers arrested Espinoza uh, Saldivar and say he showed signs of impairment, smelled like alcohol, and had a bottle of whiskey found in his pocket. <laughs> now it starts to make a little bit more sense on the blow on the top here. Who's she talking to? Wow, just walking down the street. A Massachusetts woman thought that she had potentially hit the lottery jackpot when FedEx mistakenly delivered a large box containing $20,000 worth of scratch-off tickets to her place. Wow. If you opened the box, what would you think, Mackie? Sweet. What in the world? Nice gift somebody gave (laughs) me, huh? Uh, Danielle Anderoff of uh, Falmouth, Massachusetts, opened the package, thought it was a joke. There were stacks of scratch-off games with a receipt stating its value at $20,000. She could have gotten a penny and started scratching, but she thought better of it. Contacted the Massachusetts State Lottery, who informed her that the box was supposed to be delivered to a lottery store. Yeah, pretty obvious. She returned the tickets to the state lottery, which was the right thing to do. Had she decided to scratch off the tickets, she never would have been able to collect any of the prizes. So, you know, where did you get this ticket? You know, one of those deals. So she did the right thing, obviously. Tickets are not valid until they've been activated by the retailer, it says here. Right, yeah. So they, she would have been quite, quite off the mark. Doesn't say whether or not she got any reward for turning them all in, though. Yeah, you could get a deal going with the retailer. How about you mark this? These are winners here. How about you mark it? We'll split it. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> McDonald's is releasing custom designed Crocs. The, clogs, the shoes. The clogs will cost between seventy and seventy five dollars. They'll drop on Tuesday. Companies are the companies are teaming up to offer Crocs based on the mascots Grimace, Hamburglar, and Birdie. <laughs> this is pretty funny actually. As well as a classic red and yellow. A colorway. Okay, yeah. Ronald's shoes, sure, essentially. Ron, Ronnie's shoes, yeah. Yeah. There were also matching socks available for 20 bucks each. They'll be available at Crocs retail uh, locations 
and wholesale partners. I don't know if they've made improvements, but for about 25 years, Crocs have been the ugliest shoe ever manufactured. Now I saw in the news. But everybody says yeah. they're really comfortable. Well, everybody says that. I yeah. haven't had a pair, so probably the wrong guy to ask. I saw in the news that uh, some gal down in Minneapolis is, will bedazzle your shoes. Oh, yeah. And will bedazzle your Crocs. Your Crocs. So that uh, they are all covered in studs and different uh, beautiful-looking stones, etc. So that you look like the queen coming into the room wearing your Crocs. Be a little different bedazzled Hamburglar, I suppose. That would be a different deal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Hamburglar, he struck it rich finally. He's all bedazzled. Check out the, those Crocs. According to uh, the motor vehicle order agreement for Tesla's Cybertruck, Mackie. Okay. If an owner resells the vehicle within a year, Tesla can sue the owner for $50,000. Now, this is weird to me. I don't know if it's weird to you or not. But if I bought something for, you know, whatever it is, the Cybertruck probably cost hundred grand or more. Right. It's mine. Right? Yeah. You buy it, it's I, mine. Yeah, I sign the dotted line. I give you the cash. You give me the vehicle. It's mine to do whatever I want to with it. If I right. run into a tree, it's my problem, right? Yeah. Evidently not. To sell your Cybertruck without being sued, drivers can ask for written consent from Tesla. It's not clear how Tesla will grant exceptions to this rule. The first Cybertruck deliveries are scheduled for November 30th. The vehicle will enter mass production sometime in 2024. Bizarre. wonder if it's part of their marketing campaign that nobody ever resells our vehicles because they're so great. Yeah. <laughs> and they're afraid of getting sued for $50,000. <laughs> what a bizarre deal. It's happening in the weird news. All right, a man on a, a driving rampage has been arrested in Mandan, North Dakota, and charged with at least five crimes. Dylan Music has a, a court date now this week to face charges connected with an extensive damage caused when he stole a GMC pickup Sunday night, drove it through the garage door, evidently on the way out, tore the door off. Music then allegedly crashed into multiple, a mobile home and rammed into several cars. Good grief. Being held in the Burley Morton Detention Center. You and your family probably know where that is down in North Dakota. <laughs> on, uh, charges. Well, I know where Mandan is. I can't yeah. say I know where the uh, detention center is. <laughs> Threft, uh, theft, criminal trespass, willful damage, and reckless driving. You know, what is wrong with people in North Dakota, Dan? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> that guy must be a transplant. He moved there from somewhere else. <laughs> An Australian hiker brought home a souvenir for his kids from his latest trek out there hiking and thinking, oh, the kids probably would like to see this. The dad wrangled up a snake while on his hike, thought his kids might be interested in seeing it, so he brought it home without realizing it was a venomous serpent. Bad idea. Until it bit him on the hand. Yeah. The man began to feel sick. His hand swelled up. He started violently vomiting. Oh, man. He ultimately went to the emergency room for an anti-venom and treatment. And uh, meanwhile, back at home, a reptile catcher was called to remove the snake, which he identified as a broad-headed snake, which is a venomous snake. 
that closely resembles a non-venomous diamond python. Okay. So evidently, that's maybe what the guy thought it was. Yeah. He also said the bite victim is extremely lucky, quote-unquote, because it could have ended up a lot worse than it did. Wow. Bringing home a snake for the kids. I wonder if the kids see. have ever seen this snake. Yeah, of course they haven't. Yeah. <laughs> and the snake doesn't like it that you're handling him. No. No. <laughs> Another driver facing charges after crashing a car worth a quarter of a million dollars into a building in Portland over the weekend. Oh, boy. Police claim uh, Krishna Kumar was under the influence of alcohol while driving a McLaren 720S. McLaren's fast. Recklessly, when he apparently thought a solid multi-story building was a viable shortcut. No. What? How does he figure that? Yeah. Kumar was hospitalized for non-life-threatening injuries, cited for DUI. Probably noted, I just saw Vin Diesel do it on TV last night. <laughs> That's about it, too. Yeah, drive through a building. <laughs> Mel Gibson, drive through a building. You know? Right. Watching too many movies. A cargo plane from New York to Belgium, forced to turn around and return to JFK International when a horse got loose on board. Now, that's something you don't hear every day. Yeah. The plane, operated by Air Atlanta Icelandic, had just gotten over the Atlantic Ocean when the horse broke loose. The pilot got on the radio, told air traffic control they would need to return to JFK, he explained. Yeah, the horse managed to escape his stall. <laughs> uh, we don't have a problem flying-wise, but we need to return back to New York. We cannot get the horse back secured. Okay. Message back to the tower. Once the plane returned to JFK, veterinarian boarded the plane to examine the horse and make sure it was all right. Once the horse was safely secured in its stall, the flight took off again and later safely landed in Belgium. Okay. Taking the horse on its journey across the sea, I guess. Yeah. So when it was Mr. Ed, the horse would have said, you know, flying an airplane make me a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it's 723. Uh, Mackie, where are you going with the weird news this morning? FBI says it might have found a Gambino graveyard. What? Crime. No kidding. Yeah, crime story. People will love these kind of things. Like the people that they've taken out of the way, so to speak? Yeah. Authorities are digging in one area in Goshen, New York, another in uh, Campbell Hall for possible bodies in connection to an ongoing organized crime investigation. Investigators are looking to see if victims were buried over the, over the years in past mafia hits. So far, no skeletal remains have been found. Digging will continue Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Well, if they haven't found any skeletal remains. Why do they think it's there? Yeah. Yeah. Evidently, they want to dig a little more just in case they find something, huh? Well, you need to make it into a TV show with one of those green lights at night, you know, so somebody can go, that's a squatch. <laughs> sure, yeah, the night vision. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Florida man with a large neck tattoo which reads, all gas, no brakes. And I don't know if it's just the person who wrote this story, but breaks is spelled B-R-E-A-K-S here. <laughs> no breaks. I, I, don't, I don't think that that's, maybe that's what the uh, tattoo says. I'm not sure. Yeah, probably. Well, anyway, uh, arrested because his car 
was also all gas and no brakes, B-R-A-K-E-S. Okay. He led police on a high-speed chase until he crashed the Cadillac. 37-year-old Timothy Hoagie, he was uh, being pursued by police because of a, he was a suspect in a series of recent car burglaries. And he decided to live by his neck tattoo and uh, give give him all he's got. So he's on the gas. But he gave a little too much gas and lost control of the vehicle and crashed it. Suffered minor injuries, had been hit with a slew of charges now, as you can imagine. Burglary, conspiracy to commit burglary, possession of methamphetamine, that adds to the list, and resisting arrest is a part of it as well. So, yeah. All gas, no brakes. No brakes. That's good. Yeah. Can't get no brakes. <laughs> Sephora has become the latest company to act against shoplifters uh, nationwide. Company announcing that they'll be removing all perfumes and fragrances from the shelves. Instead, customers will have only sample bottles on display. If they want to purchase something, they'll have to have an employee grab it from the back. Sephora tells CNN that the move was made to minimize the threat of retail theft. Wow. More and more stories this last month or so of just massive break-ins. Yeah. Pulling over trucks full of whatever uh, gear. People are brazen about stealing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And then, of course, they get online and they resell it. You know, it used to be you have to try to find a fence that would resell it through their store. They don't have to do that anymore. Right. The really smart thieves should steal from these people that are emptying out the trucks in the stores. There you go. Just wait. Watch on TV. I mean, they're on TV. Yeah, it's true. National Retailers Federation estimates close to $80 billion were lost in retail theft just last year. Man. $80 billion. <laughs> That's a lot of dough. affects the national economy. A little consequences, maybe. It's got to be. Even if it's just overnight. If you're caught in this store on one of these smash and grabs... You're all going to jail for the night. At least one night, yeah. Yeah. That'll slow it down. I don't I don't know. Do they just let them go? They just write them up and let them go? Is that what you're saying? They, they, they don't they, spend even one night? They don't even write them up. They just smash and grab and they're gone. A man accused of stealing horses. Speaking of thievery, the old horse thief story, Mackie. Yeah. Uh, he stole horses, money, and more from 30 Texans. He's finally been arrested in the Virgin Islands. Landon James, been described as very charming, seemed to work with people within the horse industry. Authorities received a tip saying that James was working in a restaurant. He was arrested Saint Thomas, uh, in St. Thomas by U.S. Marshals and Rangers with the Southwestern Cattle Raisers Association. I didn't know that they had their own security forces, the uh, Southwestern Cattle Raisers Association. Yeah. But they do, evidently. I think the he just thought... If I kept scamming people, I'm going to have a little extra money. And, you know, he always just stayed one step ahead until now, I guess, according to Joanna Brutzman. James now faces felony charges. Horse thief. Don't have to go back too many years in our history. To, that meant you were swinging from a tree if you stole a guy's horse. Yeah, that's yeah. that was the old days. Horse thieves yeah. were. Horse thief, that was the poster on... Like all the old Western movies, there was posters on the saloon door of horse thieves. Yeah. How's things in the weird news world today? A DePlain, Illinois woman is suing Frontier Airlines. Shannon O'Brien filed a lawsuit this week accusing the airline of losing her custom wheelchair. 
before returning it damaged several days later. The suit claims O'Brien was without her wheelchair for around two days after her flight to Chicago. Boy, that's serious. Had to make an emergency landing. She accused Frontier of negligence after the wheelchair was returned to her damaged. Well, you'd think you'd have that ready for wherever the plane sat down. Here yeah, you go. really. That's a pretty big item, too. I mean, you you don't really understand how expensive these things are until you start getting involved with Right. Trying, to, trying to get one for a family member or whatever. Yeah. That's just no good at all. Expensive and obviously wheelchair. It's needed. Right. It's a necessity. So just when you thought it'd be, uh, you've seen it all coming out of Florida, <laughs> along comes Rudy Wilcox to say, hold my Florida man beer. <laughs> I guess. Kind of that. You've been hearing about the Florida man thing? We talked about it one day on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The 45-year-old man from Clearwater was arrested after police say that he was observed defecating on a deceased opossum. Pants down, the backside exposed. Wow. The disgusting act was performed in full view of the motoring public, it says here, during busy traffic times, quote-unquote. Wilcox denied pooping on the marsupial and suggested that the officer doesn't see straight. But as the police report noted, physical evidence was viewed at the scene. Yeah, no, there's evidence that you were here, buddy. Probably check the DNA if they want to. Yeah, yeah. Make sure that that's really happened in full view of the motoring public. That's a nice thing in the morning on your way to work. Pooping on a possum, what do you do? There's evidence, buddy. There's your number two. Something like that. There you go. Yeah, you're on to something. (laughs) Continued reports show fake charities also ran concessions at uh, Chula Vista Amphitheater in San Diego. The Voice of San Diego says in addition to fake charities operating at sports venues, they were also operating at other large-scale locations. The Voice reporting that the groups did not pay taxes or minimum wages violated rules around alcohol and child labor and say in addition to places like Petco Park, Snapdragon Stadium, and the sports arena, the groups also worked at the amphitheater in Chula Vista. Fake charities in San Diego at the holidays. People try anything, just anything to get a buck. Yeah, what do you just wheel your cart up with? Yeah, we're here for the Children's Association. We're selling beer before the football Uh game. I guess so. All right, go right in. (laughs) <laughs> like the John Candy quote. I don't know. Uh, nobody told me about uh, anything. Yeah. We were on our way to the YWCA <laughs> and for bingo. One thing led to another. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, earn $2,000 to watch Hallmark movies. I don't know if we had this on the show. We maybe had something very similar to it. It's the time of year to cozy up and enjoy Hallmark flicks. Bloomsy Box is looking to hire a Christmas movie maven to watch and rank 12 Hallmark holiday movies for two grand. Really? So $2,000. There might be a candidate or two for these because these movies are generally pretty popular. There's a lot of them in this town, candidates. Candidate would uh, also receive hot cocoa and a pair of fuzzy socks. It says here. Oh, bonus. Yeah, bonus. Uh, we've devised an ironclad rating system 
designed to stand up to the scrutiny of even the most steadfast of Scrooges, said Bloomsy Box. On their website, the ranking system includes a festivity factor, predictability quotient, chemistry check, and tearjerker test. So there you go. Those are the guidelines. Sit down and start watching. Uh, People are into it, I know, but it's kind of like I think I've seen this one before. You know, every time I, every time I sit down and see just part of the movie, it's like I, I think I saw this before. Yeah, hold it. Did they just say they dated back in high school thirty years ago? 